the particle sons. Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone in the world because neither one of us will have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons to start the show. How you feeling today, man? Uh, I'm feeling good. I don't know about the rest of Toronto, though. Gio. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet me a river, man. They they quiet out these streets. Quiet me a river. They out here quiet real hard. Quiet me a river. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they felt emotional, or whatever. They seen the post, man. I I seen the post that you put up and stuff. You seen the post that I put up? I, I seen the post you put up and stuff, whatever. But yeah, I think to knowledgeable ones that seen it, yeah, they yeah. understood it. Yeah, yeah. Right, but I don't think nobody really broke it down to them and stuff like like the other ones. Like I want to say the people who put the. Wine and dying and stuff up, whatever. Right, 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 right. If they seen our post, they probably would have kind of got a more understanding because some yeah. of those people, I don't think they're real basketball fans. They were bandwagoners. No, no, yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, tons were just bandwagoners, right. and it just it just goes to show you, um, you know how everything is thought out and how everything is played, and you know, there yes, there are basketball players, they're superstars, we adore them, but they're human beings like everybody else. Absolutely. Um and I think this goes back to a conversation I had maybe two to three weeks ago. I made a post mm. saying um Vince Carter should uh retire a rapture, right? Mm. Dude, the amount of flack that I got <laughs> for making that post. Oh, Vince is this, Vince is that, Vince, Vince ran away, this, that, and the third. I said, listen, you got to understand, at the end of the day, it's a business, right? Absolutely. You, you being a part of this business, the, the business that is most important to you is the business of self. Mm-hmm. So you got to do what's good for you in regards to everything else. You can't look at it as you're turning down the fans. You can't look at that at it as you're shitting on the organization. You can't look at it at any of, at any of those angles because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the organization is running a business. Absolutely. And they don't give a shit about you more than the business needs. You understand what I'm saying? True. So when everybody was harping on Vince that Vince got to resign, Vince and Vince, oh, and all of a sudden Vince is a sucky baby. Vince wants to trade. This not yo. You don't know what was happening in those locker rooms, or those team conversations that Vince had thought to himself. You know what? It's time for me to leave. It's time for me to go elsewhere. Right. Right. And he left, and he went elsewhere. And I said, look at the flip side of it. Right. Two years ago, or, or either a year or two ago, we had DeMar DeRozan. Now, DeMar DeRozan, hands down, is probably the one Rapture that really championed the team the most. Mm-hmm. If if we didn't trade him, I probably think that he would have just retired a Rapture. He would have stayed here and retired a Rapture, right? Mm-hmm. The organization promised him all these things when it's time to come to resign. There was other teams he could have went to. There was other teams that that wanted him. Yeah. But he decided to stay and re-sign as a Rapture. Because he's, he's an L.A. boy too, right? He's, he's, com- he's Compton? He's Compton. He's, he's from Compton. Compton. Okay. He, so he decided to stay. He resigned with the Raptures. Mm. What happened? The first chance that something better came into the Raptures' eyes came up. They traded his ass. Yeah, no loyalty. So there was no loyalty on their behalf. Yeah, because I remember he made a comment or something on social media saying like, Apparently, I got traded, and I'm going to San Antonio. So, it's not like it was he wanted it. Nah, he didn't want... Listen, 
he resigned. He was one of the few raptures, you know, throughout the history that's actually resigned with the organization. Right. You understand? So he was here for the long haul. Right. He and I mean he invested his time. He invest he invested in the team. He was looking to stay. Regardless if there was ever a thought of him winning a championship here or not, mm-hmm. he just bought into what the Raptors was. He bought into what the city was, this, that, and the third. He signed on to stay. Right. They traded his ass the next year for something that looked better. Now, granted, that something that looked better brought a championship. Right. But let's be realistic. If Kawhi was being was if Kawhi was able to be traded to anywhere else other than Toronto, mm-hmm. he probably would have went anywhere else other than Toronto. It's only San Antonio and Toronto making this trade is why it happened. Right? right? So with that with that in mind, keeping that in mind, you know if we didn't win a championship, you know he was gonna leave. Yeah. Right? The fact that we won a championship shouldn't guarantee that he's gonna stay. Especially if you're, you know what I mean, you're a whole time kid, you, you wanna play your hometown. I, I gotta check that I gotta check that I know and stuff like that. She said straight, she like, his baby was born here. <laughs> he gonna <laughs> listen, stay. Listen. I'm like, y'all never heard of dual citizens before? They have like, coming up with so much reasons why this man should stay. When I saw that man with those Home Depot boxes going in for the boxes, I'm like, yeah, he gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just a hater. I'm like, okay. Yo, they even pointed out the, the, the shopper's drug mart bag while he was on vacation. Yo, he got a shopper's drug mart bag, yo. He stayed. He's staying. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I'm like, y'all are getting rid- cool out. Y'all are getting ridiculous with it. You cool out. Here's this man. He, he has nothing else to... He has nothing else to prove. He he's won prove. two NBA championships. He's been NBA uh, MVP of the championship twice. Mm-hmm. You understand? So as far as accolades is concerned, he can only... Build upon that, but he's not worried of not having any. You understand? Facts. Regardless of how we say, you know, he can make the max amount of money with Toronto, these guys are making millions regardless. You understand? Regardless, yeah. So it really boils down on, you know, where do you see yourself in five to six years from now? Where do you want your legacy to end? And he wanted to go home. He went home. You understand? He did. LeBron could have went anywhere, but... LeBron has a media company and a career in media. Mm-hmm. So you know what? LA makes the best sense for him to end up. Absolutely. If he's looking to pursue something like that beyond his career. You understand? Look, look so at the shop, the, 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 the HBO show, the he shop. Does, he does the shop. You he understand? Does the shop, so, the movies and everything. Yeah. A lot of these guys, they're thinking long term. They're not just thinking, oh, they're going to play basketball tomorrow. No, you got to be more than an athlete. Man. You got to be more than an athlete. So, you know what I mean? Kudos to Kwai. But even, but even like Jay, like picture like Jigga's thing, whatever, right? Yeah. For his billion dollars. Right. I believe 75 million is from music. Right, right. And I think like another 25%, no, 25%, 25 million is from the music. 75 is from him owning his master, his, his masters and everything and stuff. Right, that, right, right. Yeah. Everything else is not, is not music. It's, it's not You got to be more than a musician. You got to be more than an athlete. Of course. Like the, the alcohols, title, the other things, stuff. You got to be more than what it is, whatever. You got to hustle hard. So, I mean, them, if they're just looking on level just athlete, when same thing, like you said, they have to ask themselves that question. 
Where do you see yourself in five years from now? Five years from now, you understand? And if if he's thinking, okay, you know, I want to go back home, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for him to be able to set up stuff for him to do, you know, within the, within the city that he grew up, mm-hmm. affecting people that he grew up around, Facts. his neighborhood, all, you know, all of these things come to play, you know, you know what I mean? He's not going to play basketball forever. Right. You understand? I think the next two years, he's what? He's at his 10-year mark. So now he gets the veteran side. Who knows what happens in those next two years? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not guaranteed that he's, you know, going to be stellar throughout the rest of his life. Absolutely. You understand? So now he's, stu- he's got to start that's, planning that's, for the future. That's most of the athletes, right? Yeah. That's most of the athletes. Well, look at, look at all the athletes who didn't plan for the future. Where are they now? What are they doing now? They're, they're working nine to fives. Anton Walker. You understand what I'm saying? Anton so, Walker. There you go, man. If y'all know who Anton Walker is? Y'all need to look him you need, up. Need to look him up, man. It's it's. Who was it? Was it Thugnificent had one from rags to bitches? Yeah. And Anton Walker's case from bitches to rags. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens in a matter of a second. Yo. You understand? So if you're not if you're not planning, then it is what it is. You know what I mean? Raptors would be okay. They they, they still have a championship team, a championship organization you know it's we're not saying that they're gonna they're gonna go back to back but they're in a good position man they have a lot of young talent we've seen a lot of that young talent during this past season you know and it's just really it's really building upon what we have of course we you know we we've we've lost a really great and a really talented player in Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But you know it ain't the end of the world. You know what I mean? And it's, well, I, rem- I remember like on the halftime report when yeah. I, I when I said and stuff, and I'm like, "Yo, with LeBron going to the West, yeah, it left the East open for for like any player to come over and just be and great just, and, and just great. run because right. everything was just LeBron was the greatest conference player in the East ever. Yeah, right. Because MJ had the whole squad with the Bulls. You know, once they came to the Bulls, it was a squad. But LeBron. You see the man and stuff, whatever. How when Golden State swept Cavs the last time? Yeah, he dropped fifty-one points in the game, and they still lost. Yeah, yeah, right. They still lost, but he had that kind of dominance and stuff, whatever. But then when he went to the West, it's kind of like he left the East for open season. Yeah. So anybody and stuff. And I, went, sorry, and I also feel that when he went to the to the West, it was because the teams are so much more more stronger than the dominant. East. It it was harder for him to do what he did. In the East. I feel half and half. Yeah. Half and half. Yes. And other half and stuff, whatever, why, why, why I would say no is because I realize and stuff, whatever, when I'm watching the whole dance, again, one man cannot win a championship. No, I can't. It takes it a team to it, win a it championship. Them young boys and stuff, whatever, wasn't ready for like the type of the level that LeBron was trying to play with his championship demeanor. Right, right. Like the only person and stuff that I even seen that probably might have did something was um what's what's that guy, the light ball dude Caruso 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 and stuff came with some shit I was like like yeah. Codwell wasn't doing it Kyle Kuzma would show up like periodically and stuff and everything yeah. so I'm like if the whole team don't have the the cutting edge and stuff whatever to do it whatever it's not gonna happen well even based okay based upon even what you're saying it's like that's the you know that's what I'm kind of saying with the the Raptors having a good nucleus that they can build upon because yeah Kawhi is a superstar Mm -hmm. but if it wasn't for the play of his teammates he wouldn't be able to do what he's done and you know and and they wouldn't they wouldn't have won a championship look at Kyle Lowry okay 
Kinda Case like, in point. Yeah, he came, he came through and stuff for that. He came alive and stuff, whatever, right? Not just the finals, but like the whole playoff run. The whole playoff run. The whole run. playoff run and stuff for them. Like if his numbers score-wise wasn't consistent, the steals were still up. Yeah. The defense was still good. Still and he was still persistent and stuff for that to play it, like in it to win it, whatever. Same thing with the rest of the squad. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you need that team. Siakam played Robin to Kawhi's Batman. You know what I mean? Like if he right. didn't play that Robin, to the, it could be a different story. You know what I mean, he was a problem for the whole Golden State Warriors. Yeah, you understand. So it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, the city's. You know, we're sad to see him go. You know, especially for the you know the bandwagoners. But the you know the real fans will still rock with the team. Next season, come on, they'll have on the Raptors hats, the Rapture jerseys, and it you know it's on yeah, on, yeah. on you go. Did you ever see that? Uh, you know the memes are fire. In this oh, the, com- the memes are always the fire. Memes man. are fire. I, one, I think one of my favorite memes, whatever, is the the one where they have Kobe with a Lakers jacket and he's holding he's holding on to the trophy. Yeah, and he has his head down and it said, "How to Raptor how." Every Raptors player feels after Kawhi left. Like, we still got our championship. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm sad, but I still got my yeah, ship. Okay, yeah, and I was like, yeah, man. It's facts. Yeah, I'm man. Like, it's facts. Listen, but like, yo. The- I got a, I, I, I got a, a Eastern Conference champ hat and I got an NBA championship hat. And I'm going to wear both of those with pride because we, you know what I mean? You, did you can't take that away. 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 Yeah. Y'all, y'all said my Cavs hat and stuff for the real should be wearing Remembrance Day. You can't take yeah, that right. away. We can't, we can't take it away. It's that happen, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm all, I'm all with it, man. So we'll sign off with that. Bye, Kawhi. Bye, Kawhi. And that's it. I, 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 I will say, though, I mean... The East has gotten a lot, a lot stronger with all those trades that happened. I told the last, you, but I told that's last what few I'm, weeks. That's what I'm telling you. I'm like, yo, they realize the stuff that that you took this dominant conference player, yeah, and you moved him to the West, and it's kind of like, yo, it makes room for a juggernaut to go to the East and do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew. I'm like, yo, I said to myself, I'm like, yo, if Durant doesn't leave, then it'll be Clay, right. Clay, they'll go to the East and stuff, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, if Durant leaves, I said New York. Yeah. Brooklyn is in New York, but Bro- I said around New York. I said around New York. So I own up to that shit, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. I'm looking, I'm like, yo, it's going to open up for a phenom to go to the East. And they're going to realize and stuff is like, yo, I'm running shop over here. Take it as is. Take it as is. So... You know, like I said, the territory and stuff is there. We'll see what happens and stuff whatever because it's still time. Now, Clay stayed, right? Did, did Clay stay or? Clay's thing and stuff so far is still undecisive. But I think he's he has the plan of staying because since they freed up the money. Right, right, right. So I think they can probably offer him something close to a max. But it, I'm, I'm a little confused because July 6th. Okay, that was the deadline for free agency or how did, how did that work? So... They said for most of the free agents, July 6th is supposed to be the deadline. Right. Right? But yeah. then you have other people and stuff where, I guess, the new trades and all that type of stuff, whatever, can still go on. Because the thing that fucked me up was draft night. How they were trading players as soon as they got drafted. <laughs> so I was looking like, oh, man. I'm like, NBA some savages, man. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. I was like, yo, they can't even wait. So you get, hold on, but you get a man, a fresh ass little snapback, be like, yo, here you go. Hey, my man, real quick. I know we gave you the Orlando Magics, but right, right, we got right, another right, one for right, you over right. here. He's like, I, I've been traded? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Fall yeah, man. That's how we got Vince. Yeah. Yeah, we got Vince on, dra- on draft night. 
Oh, where's he drafted to? He, he was, oh, I can't remember uh, which which team he was originally drafted by, but, um, and I can't, forgive me, because I can't even remember the player who he traded for him, but they, but, but both of them were on uh, um, North Carolina. They're both from North they Carolina. They were both, both from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And is it Antoine Jameson? I think that was the player Antoine, Antoine Jameson who oh, we so originally so picked. He has lucked up, and then we and then we. Because James Jameson became like a plateau player, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, he, I mean, he had a few good years, but I ain't he saying was that. never anything like, compared to what Vince did. Yeah, pla- like most of the plateau players, I think that once they get to like a decent level, yeah, they just that's it. And it's not even to shit on them and stuff like that, but a lot of times stuff whatever like to a college level, you might be the greatest thing since sliced bread. When you play against these people and stuff who's been doing it for the rest of their years, right. it's a different dance. Yo, on to some next, man. Since we're still on the sports thing, let's talk about Cap, man. Colin Kaepernick, man. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, 4th of July and stuff, whatever, was earlier this week and stuff, whatever. Happy Canada Day to the folks and stuff, whatever. And, you know, happy 4th of July, America. Happy 4th of July, man. <clears throat> so... Colin Cap, apparently he still has like that mad type of pull at Nike. So they made some Air from Air Max Ones with the classic Bessie Ross flag on the back. Right, right. With the, with the stars with the thirteen colonies. Right, going around the going stars around, that go around the circle. Right. So that's an original one, right? And my thing and stuff is that Okay, for you, my question to you and stuff is that, like, you yeah. know, you grew up in Canadian history, but you know about a good portion of American history. Yeah. And you're a black man. Yeah. Does that flag make you feel a type of way? Or what, 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 is it, what resonates in your brain when you see, see that flag? See, and it's, and it's funny because when I originally seen the, um, the post about Nike having a shoe with the flag on it, and right. I looked and it was the original 13 colony flag with the ones... Uh, with the stars going around in circle. Yeah. I've never really taken that flag mm-hmm. or really heard of anything and it, and it could oh, just okay. be my ignorance right. of that flag having any connotation or any ties to um, the racist history. It's always okay. been the, the Whistling Dixie X flag. Right. You know what I mean? The Dukes of Hazzard yeah, yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah. The, the Confederate the Confederate spe- That yeah. has always been a flag that I know that they've been beefing about it. Right. Right? So, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, okay, um, I didn't see anything wrong with it at first. Even with not seeing anything wrong with it at first, it kind of kicked into the back of my head that that may be sort of a time period where it it could be considered a sensitive issue. So when Colin came out Mm -hmm. and said what he said, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I was... I was kind of thinking on that lines, but I wasn't sure how American and how the American people felt about it. And I see, and I, I get it. I get where he was coming from and stuff, whatever. And it made Nike, like, you know, snap back and pull out whatever, right? Yeah. So they recalled the shoe and stuff, whatever, from a lot of places, whatever. I don't know if there's some floating pairs around, but if there's a floating pair, I will scoop that thing. Hopefully, if it don't cost more than those, um, those Marty McFly's, those Back to the Future joints, I buy a pair. And keep it on back burner and stuff, whatever. But to me, me growing up with the whole American history and everything like whatever, I didn't go that dark with it. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't go that dark and stuff to say like, you know, yes, it was a dark time and stuff like that, whatever, and everything. 
because we're the original 13 colonies and there were slaves and stuff, whatever. But throughout history, man, man, man's been making slaves and stuff regardless, right? Yeah, yeah. Once I think once they came to a level of like gods, men been making people other men slaves uh, and other stuff, whatever. Slaves, yeah, yeah, regardless. So that's what I'm saying, like. I never took it in any type of way because especially they released it around the 4th of July time. Right. And 1776, you know, 4th of J- July 4th. Fuck that. Philadelphia 76ers. They still have those 13 stars. They still have the, the, 13, the, stars. the 13 stars. Right. 76ers. Yeah. 19, the 1776. Yeah. Right? Philly still has that and stuff on their flag and stuff and everything. And even at um, Obama's inauguration... Yeah. He had two flags. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Him as the first black president ever to still have the Betsy Ross flag up during his inauguration and stuff, whatever. When did that raise more of an issue than anything else compared to like the kicks? Well, this is what I'm saying because, and like I said, I've really never heard any beef, con- you know, right. associated with that flag. Right. Until, you know, Colin brought it up. Mm-hmm. And... And I'm not even sure if there's any real beef. I'm just, I'm just thinking he's just reflecting to a time that where there was slavery. So, okay, are you going to attach any sort of symbolism that happened during slavery as like a bad symbolism? True. Yeah, I don't think. No. But they, you see, I think when Nike's intentions wasn't, I don't think was. They the, weren't there. I don't think they were. I told you. I told, I told you. They had that intern, that one black intern. The one black intern. Yeah, to be like, yo, listen, he's the, he's just there for the credit listen, stuff. Whatever. Be listen, like, yo, bro. man, y'all fucking up. Whatever young black intern they have, he probably gonna be either twenty five years or younger, and he ain't gonna know shit about that flag to begin with. <laughs> True, he might not know a damn thing. He, but he he might though. He might because you know. He's there trying to eventually become a full-time employee. Right, right. He'll do his history real quick. Yeah, he better do some soul searching real quick. I don't know, man. I looked at it and I'm like, yo, I don't think... I understand the beef and the static and everything like that, but to me, I'll speak for myself, as a black man, I don't really give a damn about the 13 colonies and everything and stuff like that. Because, right. yes, it was originated, but in the, the current flag with the 50 stars and stripes, yeah. the 13 stripes... Start, you know, the 13 stripes are representative of the 13 colonies now. Mm, right? Okay. So, I mean, that's the representative stuff for them. So, it just went from, it went from the stars, stars to, to the, the stripes. stripes. So, do, if you still want to get insightful or get angry and stuff, whatever, yeah. then just ask for a new flag. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, because the stripes and stuff are still there, because, like, people didn't understand that. What are they like? They took away the 13 stripes. Now we have 50 stars and stuff. And I'm like, but yeah, the 13 is still in the damn stripes. Count the stripes, it's 13. While we're on that topic, mm. um, during the whole 4th of July celebrations, there was like, I think, maybe one or two flag burning that happened um, in protest to Trump. And Trump coming out and doing the whole military special for the first time. <laughs> well, I want to say for the first time. I don't know if it's ever been done before in American <laughs> history. But dude had tanks out. He had, you know, I heard, I heard. Yeah, you know, he had the, 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 the fighter jets out and stuff like that. And everybody was saying it was because um, I think the French typically do it. Oh, okay. That, that, that's what I've been hearing. Like the French typically do it. And he kind of wanted to do something in regards to that mm-hmm. and I'm in back of my mind I'm thinking nah nigga 
is that when Kim Jong-un did that whole shit with the whole military oh, show of force. Yo, those guys... He trying to be like, yeah, I can do it too. Well, I mean, that's what... That's what I was telling somebody, I said that, like, when you have a military like America, right? That's how you, that's how you flex on the world, let them know you're a boss. Yeah. Because I want to say the things and stuff whatever that never aligns properly to me, healthcare. Like, how right. come healthcare can never be free and stuff in America and everything like that? But remember, U.S., their main thing stuff is the military, like the Uncle Sam, all that type of... Remember, Uncle Sam's not even a real person, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the military stuff is what flex the muscle and stuff across the world, let you know America's that badass country and stuff and everything like that. And they got to spend the ducats on this thing. And if they don't spend the ducats on this thing, then the whole world would just probably call out America last pussy. Yeah. So... When I came down to it, I asked my own damn question and stuff, and I'm like, we can't get free healthcare and stuff in America across the board because we got to flex across the world that we beasting out here and stuff, whatever. We're yeah, 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 in yeah. every major country trying to set up shop, let you know, we got tanks. Yeah, yeah. We got some things. Because yeah. I remember, I don't know if it was true or not, but I was playing Call of Duty one time, and I think like when you die, they tell you how much, I think like for a Tomahawk missile. Right. That bitch, that's a person's income. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for real. No. Like, I was that's... looking, I was, I was like, I think a modern, one of the modern warfare's can't remember and stuff, but like, you died, like, boom. And then they give you like a little quote from like warfare and wartime. Yeah, yeah. It said Tomahawk missile and stuff, and it's about like $36,000. Yeah. For one. You know well, how much, you got, think how many, you got to flex with it. Because you're not making just one missile. Uh, look, man, I'm I'm going to continue. Yeah, While we're talking, I'm going to look up the cost of an F-16, which is probably now get is at the end of its service now, kind of. They're on to the F-17s, F-18s. Yeah. How much the cost of an F-16 Or those fighter jets? Is? Those fighter jets and stuff. I mean, this is back like close to a billion? We're looking at, at close to a billion. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking about close to a billion. If this is, you know... I would put my money on close to a billion because I know those things is not cheap. Like one missile, boss, is less than 40 racks, right? Yeah. So if you can feed a household and stuff, whatever, you can feed a family and stuff, whatever that, and everything and stuff. So I don't understand like where the math and stuff don't add up for these peoples. Okay, so this is at, uh, from 1998. So you know the price of inflation, you know you know it's already gone up since then, right? Because we're talking almost 10 years Ten years ago, right, the cost of an F sixteen fighter jet was fourteen point six million. Damn. So now you gotta start figuring to yourself how many F 16s and the reason why I'm and we're not talking about the new jets and the reason why I'm saying F sixteens is because those are still in service, right? Right, they haven't been they they haven't been re. Re- replaced they've probably just been refurbished and so forth like that just on this last limb now before the F-17s and the F-18s come in right right so imagine if you start counting how many fighter jets You're that the US Air Force have under the command 9 billion 9 billion at least you at understand least. what I'm saying then you start thinking about it because what happens is everything is everything is military contracts, man. These private, you know, defense, you know, these defense companies, they don't just sell these jets to Americans. 
these jets are sold worldwide. So can you Absolutely. think? Just think about the amount of money that they're making selling a fourteen point six. And this is 1998 figures. Who knows how much they cost now? Fourteen point six million per jet they sell into all these other countries, even countries that they're at they're at war with. Yeah, but the Air Force is phenomenal, though. The yeah, Air Force is phenomenal, and, I mean, and the Navy. Crazy. But even you know, those Navy ships have them F sixteens on there, don't they? Yeah, then they well they did the aircraft carriers. They yeah. you know I mean they carry a lot of those a lot of those planes, and it's it's Yikes. and it's funny when you even think about that because. At one point, it was uh, the United Kingdom who was, you know, the naval superior. Then after that, I, I believe it was Russia who became naval superior. Mm-hmm. And then since then, it's just been, you know, America across the board, whether far, whether it's Navy, the Army, or the Air Force. Well, that's the Pentagon. The Pentagon and stuff is, um, one side of the Pentagon is Marines. Army, Coast Guard, Navy, Air Force. Mm. Those are the five sides of the Pentagon and stuff, whatever. Okay. So each side and stuff, it was run that by that division and stuff, whatever, over there. So, like I said, they stressing to make sure the dominance and stuff is there. I do like him, like the, the North Korea squad. Yeah. Because I like how they march. And they got their head turned, their bodies moving and stuff one way. I'm yeah. like, these niggas are full of like, mm, 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 mm. Oh, they, they, yeah, they, man. They, they, they ain't even bending the knees. They give you the straight leg. They, they give you the straight leg. Because they looking straight at Kim Jong. Yeah. And it's just like, just going at it and stuff. And just, the legs are still going. I'm like, ain't nobody kicking nobody. No, man. Like, ain't nah. nobody stepping on no, nobody. No, no, dude. You kick somebody, you... You being executed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you better get your shit together for real then. They on that stepping shit. But um, yeah. Enough so. for Trump. Enough for Trump and enough. But it, happy uh, belated Fourth of July and happy belated Canada Day. I know we signed off with that, but just to know, let you guys know that uh, you know, we 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 still feel a little patriotic and we love uh what the country has provided for us. Um, even though we think that it could be providing a little bit more for everybody else. Um. Mm-hmm. We're here living, man, and there's some other countries where people are suffering to the utmost. So, I mean, we just got to we gotta thank God for the position that we're in. Count and, your blessings. And exactly what it is, count your blessings. All right. So, let me, let me inform you on this dude named Mark Char. Mark Char is a Hawaiian man. He was in court for a road rage incident, a few road rage incidents that he was part of. Okay. And my man, he stabbed actually three people. It was kind of oh, crazy. Word? It was kind of crazy with his road rage thing. I don't know. My road rage brought me to a point. My road rage just bring me to like honking the horn yeah, I'm a and honk, give you the finger. Honk the horn, yeah. Flip the bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, just typical it. shit. Yeah, yeah. So my man went into court this week and he painted his face. We colored his face with a sharpie. <laughs> All over, all over his face. Yes, you, you know the type. Hawaiian, of, you know how the Asian type, looking dude. You know the type of patience you have to have. I would have tapped out. To color your face in with a sharpie? I would have tapped out. He took time. Like we're talking about, like it's not like he left. He just left his neck bare. He, he, he probably ran out. Probably ran out. That's what. That's what happened. He went. He went through the hair, by the eyes. Yo, this man put in work, work, fam, work. So I'm looking like yo, the dedication it took with him, like salute to him and stuff on this shit. But then, the man made a statement and said. 
He felt like he was in a kangaroo court. Okay. And he was treated unjust. And he said, because they're treating him like a black man, this is the reason why he colored his face like a this black why, man. This is why he came in blackface? Yeah. <laughs> so my thing had me thinking and stuff, and I'm like, yo, you got this dude out here, Hawaiian-American, with more of an Asian Pacific descent, who's, eight, you know, that type of Asian looking. For him to jump up and make a statement like that, whatever, do you think he's right about his statement about... Since the, he knows the court system and stuff is fucked up to the black folks. Yeah. And he's feeling he's being treated real fucked up. He might as well just go look black and stuff and just accept the consequences. No, nigga, you stabbed you stabbed three people. Facts. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you stabbed three people. It's not about you being treated and stuff. But I'm like, yo, dude, that's what the judge said. The judge yeah. said, like, you took the time to carry a knife. Yeah, yeah. Get out your car. And go up to these people's cars and stuff for that when their cars were stopped. No. It's not about being black. No, no. It's just about being, you being fucked up. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yo, they did. Like, black people can't win. No, we can't, man. Black we people can't, can't, yeah. can't, take, can't take a W, man. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was going to be another possible W, but then it got shot down and stuff, whatever, from, you know, the hounds on the internet. Haley Bailey is a new girl chosen to be the Little Mermaid and stuff in the live action that they plan to make shortly. Yes. And the internet went nuts within a matter of two days. Right? Right. So, from the, let me say this, the memes that came up, there's actually, a, uh, I think, a, a private Facebook group. Yes. I guess they might just let in just the Caucasian folks or the non-black folks. Right, right, right. Whatever right. in there. For them to say, make the Little Mermaid white, make Ariel white again. Okay, right. So I was like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost. Right. Because I'm like, uh, Ariel. I looked at the descent name for Ariel, whatever. You know, it could be, um, what is that? Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. Scandinavian. So let's say Denmark. We'll pick Denmark. Whatever. Right. Right. We not too sure if that whole Little Mermaid movie and stuff, whatever, took place in those waters. Because Sebastian, keep it real though, Sebastian was supposed to be like bootleg Jamaican though, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I'm saying, I'm like, you know, I don't know about them doing the, the crab thing way up there. Well, it almost, it almost seems like it would be like, well, when you say that, it almost seems like it would be Car- like Caribbean waters. That's, that's what this, I'm saying, right? Everything is taking place. Right, so that's what I'm saying, I'm looking like, I'm like, yo... So like, is people going to start beefing and stuff about like, Ursula? Because mm, Ursula's purple, right? Right. So are the purple-faced people going to be enraged and stuff? Like the Mark Char people, they're going to be enraged that, you know, they're going to get a purple face, you know, a, a white person or a set black person to play Ursula because she's not purple? Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, seen, I see, I understand the rage where they're coming from and stuff, whatever. So me playing devil's advocate and stuff, whatever, would... Black people be okay if there was like a white guy to play Shaft. Nah, I don't that no. Black people won't be okay with that. Black people would be in enraged. It's it's funny because I think we sort of touched upon this. Um, I can't remember what episode it was when we were discussing the whole. Uh, it's just Elba. Being toted as the next superheroes, black superheroes. Yeah, uh, no, the, the, the for, black for, yeah. when we talking about he should be James Bond, James right? James Bond. 
And I think my comment at that time was if you're going if you're going for if if your argument is for literal accuracy, yeah, then you kind of want to keep that person as what the writer intended it to be. But Ariel's not even like memories aren't real. No, they're, they're not real. This right? saying, memories but aren't I'm real. saying yeah. if, if if I'm Hans Christian, yeah. right, and you know, in my mind, I imagine I imagine this character of being Caucasian. Right here. And I wrote it and as a, you know, Caucasian perspective, um, I told the artist, hey, it's a Caucasian mermaid. Mm-hmm. Then for for literal literal accuracy purposes, then I want to kind of keep in line with that. Now, if I don't care, if we don't care about the, the accuracy, because at the end of the day, it's fiction. It's not, it's, it's fiction. Agreed. So she really could be anybody we want. Then at that point, there should really be no beefs about it. No, like, I don't know. I've seen the rage and stuff, whatever, but I I always realize and stuff when I'm looking at these things, when people spazzing out and stuff, especially like over a race thing. Yeah. I'm like, but why though? Because I always, like, especially when it comes to movie characters, I'm like, but why? Because I have a boy, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. I think when the movie came out, um, The Gods of Egypt. Right. When The Gods of Egypt came out and stuff, whatever, I was like, mm, like it looks kind of interesting and stuff, whatever. I'm not going to spend my money on it. Yeah. I probably wait till like it might come out and stuff, whatever, on like, you know, on TV or, you know, if I catch it on like, you know, like on Netflix or some shit like that, whatever. Right. Whatever's clever. Man, I said, I ain't watching it. I'm like, why? He's like, because they don't got no black gods and stuff in Egypt. Like that. They're going to have British people playing the thing. I'm like, that's their interpretation on it, though. Yeah. I'm like, yo, if there was a big black Hollywood blockbuster and stuff for them, when they said they're going to spend all this money on, like, to use black actors and everything, like, whatever, would the Caucasian folks still put up a fight like how you're putting up a fight? Right. And then he didn't say anything. So I was like, eh, teach his own. Yeah. Teach his own and stuff for them. But I think with the Disney, they're holding it, they're holding it to the core. Yeah. But I mean... Things are subject to change because times have changed. Of course, one hundred percent. But they're looking for something spiced and brand new. Like if they come up with the Frog Princess and stuff with her, which that girl, I forget her name. The, I think Tiana, Tiara, something like that. The girl who was the first Disney black princess. Yeah. And everything like whatever. What if Disney might have plans? They would have had plans before to make her white. Mm, true. Would there still be an outrage? True. They're like, no, we're going to switch up Ariel for a black girl. And she got a light skin too. But here's the funny thing, right? You see, you always kind of, you always, I mean, to me, I look at things from a business perspective, right? Mm. So with this whole new uh, Little Mermaid movie about to jump off, mm-hmm. we know that as far as the the cartoon ap- adaptation of it, um, there's a lot of singing involved. A yeah. lot of songs involved, right? Right. So now, if you're starting to think from a soundtrack perspective... She's a singer already. She's a, she's a singer already, mm-hmm. right? And what type of genre is the most dom- dom- dominant right now? 
it's gonna be hip hop and R and B, right? So now you're gonna you're gonna start looking to tailor the soundtracks towards that because now you, you, it's it's more than just visual. Visual. It's also you know it's it's audible. It's what you're hearing. It's what you're listening to. So you're gonna put out a soundtrack with songs that you want now to just reverberate with what's going on with today's generation. Right. Right. So now, with that being said, you don't gonna get Beyonce's understudy. <laughs> I don't know, but but keep it real though. They've been dropping the ball on some singing shit, whatever. Like I didn't see the Aladdin one. Yeah. But somebody told me that they did sing a whole new world and stuff, whatever, and they did a little singing thing. But fuck, what was it? the Beauty and the Beast one, whatever? I heard that they, they they fell short on some of those singing things and stuff, whatever. Right. Jungle Book let me down because I was looking for bare necessities, nothing. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, yo, Disney, Disney fucking up in these streets, whatever. Look, so if this is the redemption so, time, but we're looking for songs in our ch- and we're looking for songs from our childhood. You're there. goddamn right, because I'm an old but, man. Yeah, but none of these kids who are gonna go see this these movies now they don't give, give a shit about no beer necessities, bro. <laughs> they they ain't singing around swinging their butt like we used to sing. That's true. Walk around swinging our butts. They're not thinking on those lines. They're thinking of today's music. And if you ain't got shit that sounds familiar to today's music. Your soundtrack ain't going nowhere, bro. Case in point. Look at the last episode of Game, and Th- Game of Thrones. Alright. What the hell does Game of Thrones have to do about R&B? But if you looked at the soundtrack for that, mm-hmm. it was all R&B. Why, why, why would they do something like that? If they're not looking to sell that sort of music or that music to appeal to the generation of today. I didn't know Game of Thrones had R and B kick to it. I, 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 that Fire and Ice song with um, oh shit, who who is it now? The only thing I'm thinking about Game of Thrones music is the them dun, 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 the intro. That's the only thing that's popping off. Dude, in my they head. came out with a whole entire soundtrack, which was R. It's R and B focused. Maybe I wasn't fucking with it because they dropped the they dropped the ball on the freaking ending. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I guess if they didn't drop the ball on that, probably would have been all in and stuff, whatever. But yeah, like, yeah. Salute to the young lady and stuff for that. Hopefully, Disney and stuff whatever. Like you know, they don't take back any actions and stuff like that, and they're not taken because you know, well, not necessarily like Colin Kaepernick and stuff whatever. But a lot of companies are easy to be swayed. Yeah. If the ruckus and stuff is a little too much, right? Right, right. So I mean, these people and stuff that are taking kind of. Heavy, heavy rounds and heavy maids like the memes and stuff. Whatever, oh, the racism memes and stuff. Whatever, they're harsh. They're harsh to look at. I still laugh, but they're still harsh to look at and stuff. Whatever, right? But I mean, and they're going in on this young lady and stuff. Whatever, and she was just casted. It's not even like it's been shot yet. Well, I mean, it, it's that's what I'm saying, man. It's it's funny the amount of. Ignorance that is still out there, and you forget that it's still out there until something like this happens, mm. right? And then you, then obviously it it rears its ugly head. But come on, man! I mean, we know we we see what happens with uh with with Trump being elected, how everybody just steps up to the forefront. So nobody's really feeling afraid, especially with social media where they can hide behind their computers and feel like they can say or type absolutely, anything, and, no, and nobody will will give them any flack or 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 even know who they are saying it. True. I mean, 
I told somebody this the other day, though. I'm like, yo, when you look at Trump and you look at this whole situation and stuff, and how the people come up, like, you know, Tiki Torch people and everything like that, when they start doing their shit in Virginia. Yeah. Yes, he's brought light to these peoples and stuff, whatever. Like, you know, brought hope and say that it's okay to speak however. Right. But these motherfuckers have to understand. He is a reality star. He's a reality TV show star and stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's gonna, it's, it's gonna happen and stuff, but he's gonna speak and act like reckless off the cusp and stuff. It's not even just the fact he's a businessman and stuff, whatever. Right. But he's there to entertain and stuff, whatever. But like the less minded people and stuff, whatever. Yeah. They don't see that. No, they don't know. So they, so they, they, they just think, yeah, it's okay and stuff, whatever, and everything like whatever, for him to do and act that type of way. And they're like, well, if our president isn't doing it, we can say it too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, y'all MAGA motherfuckers need to watch yourselves, whatever, around which type of area you want to spout that shit from, whatever. Because I think like was even here, yeah, even here at York University, there was a kid there. In the middle of the protest, or not even protest, it was like a, a meeting with Muslims, and right. he had a MAGA hat on. And the way they snatched the hat off and just kind of yoked him up and grabbed him and everything, he kind of ran out the um the student council area. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's I mean we we it's it's so funny because I think with us being in Toronto, um, and you know a lot of people being in a lot of you know metropolitan cities within the U.S. and in Canada. We're, we're submersed in multiculturalism that we forget that there's still pockets within the country, whether it be Canada or U.S., where there's no black people. Yeah. You understand? So... You think they got BET? They might. They might got BET. Now, do they watch it is another thing. <laughs> True. But, you know, there's pockets where there's absolutely no black people, no, no, no person of color. It's just like white and they keep it that way and they maintain it that way so these are the people that we're talking about who will go out and say these things who will go out and follow trump and support because they feel trump is appealing to them whether or not he's doing a reality stick or not yeah so i'm talking to a girl and um she lives out in um bowmanville right right she bought a house and stuff out there and she was telling me how she used to live in another area and stuff, whatever, before, mm-hmm. where she didn't feel too safe and she moved. So I'm like, what do you mean? She said, like, yo, they would egg her car, slash her tires. So I'm like, were well, you fucking somebody else's husband in the neighborhood or something like that? What so she's like, she's like, no. But she said, because she was dark-skinned and stuff, whatever, she's just in this vicinity... They were like, the cops already knew who she was and everything and stuff, whatever, when like, you know? Right, 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 so she's right. like, that's a bit dodgy, the fact that she just called the police and they're like, oh yeah, you work for such and such, and you're such and such. So they're like, how'd you know that? Yeah, because we were told to protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, when they gave the whole MO and everything, like, what I was like, really? I'm like, Canada gets down like that? She's like, she's like, yo, she had to look out for her family and stuff. So she just relocated to another spot. I've always, I've always said this, Marv. About U.S. Inc. and Canada, mm. at least within the U.S., it's known they let you know they're racist. Canada, not so much. Yo, so what she was because she was saying and stuff like even like some of her coworkers, right, who are white, yeah, white men, they're yeah, like, they love her off, yeah, right. 
But I guess this is everybody's fantasy to be with a black woman. I guess if you're not black. Yeah. yeah. Right? No, if you're black too, you, your fantasy is to yeah, be with yeah, a black yeah, woman. Yeah. 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 Point yeah. blank. Chocolate yeah. is good. So, I mean, she's like, she follows a few of them like on, on Facebook. Okay. And she's like, man, the, the radical shit they post on their Facebook and stuff for her. She's like, I'm not going to make direct contact with you at work and everything. But I remember OG told me a long time ago. Yeah. My man said, Take the leader of a Ku Klux Klan and drop him in the middle of Africa. Guarantee you, he's gonna have at least eight mixed kids. At least. Can't deny the chocolate, but that's what I'm saying. Even the racism and stuff is still, you know, prevalent. But they want to be, I want to say, semi subtle about it. Yeah. And when it suits their needs and stuff for everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they want to fuck up a possibility of something might go well for their favor and everything, right? Of course. Like there was something recently during the week where you had a couple, I guess they were supposed to get like some construction work done at their house. Yeah. They're chilling and stuff with her. And people's pulled, the guy pulled up in his truck, he had a big ass Confederate flag flying in the back of the truck. And it was the most classiest black people I've seen in a long time. They're like, um, thanks, but no thanks. We see you have your flag, and that's okay for you to su- believe and support whatever you want to believe in. That's your automobile, right, your business, right, and everything. Right, right. But Unfortunately, we we're not comfortable yeah, with that. We, yeah, we're not. So we're gonna you. call somebody else to do the job. Yeah. And the guy he went peacefully in his truck, yeah. and he drove off. And I was like, but he, I, I, I think he also, he also hit them back and said he, he was sorry. He didn't really, he didn't think his flag was going to be offensive. To him, nah, nah, nah. Right. That's, to me, it's just a little Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, yeah. Cuckoo yeah, for yeah. Cocoa Puffs. You already know what that flag is. But it's, right the, it's the fact, like I'm saying, it's the fact of the matter and stuff is that you can't fight ignorance with ignorance. No, you they can't. They dealt with it in a classy manner and he came back and responded back with them and stuff in a classy manner, right? And that's how we're supposed to, you know, bridge these bridge these gaps. Hmm. Cause the reach one teach one type of thing with it. I guarantee you for a fact, if he knows that and like the way his, you know, his truck and everything was known, he know for a fact all those those Confederate flags are coming off of any kind of automobile. Any type of automobile. After that, he's gonna be broken and unemployed. Let me so, ask you a question, Mark. Holla. Do you think the affinity for white men going after the forbidden dark chocolate is the same as black men going after the forbidden vanilla pudding? Nah, I, yeah, I want to say yes and no, but the thing is stuff whatever I think like maybe because black men have less fear of like how a white woman might be. Yeah, compared to like I want to say media made black women look bad. Right, right. Media yeah, yeah, look yeah, like yeah. if you if you watch Maury Povich and stuff, you're a white guy watching Maury Povich and stuff. Whatever you're looking at stuff like oh my gosh, these. Women are just too much. Yeah, they savages. I just watch the pornos and just call it a day. <laughs> I just watch the porn and just call it a day with it. But I feel like, yo, if the media wasn't that bad and stuff around black women, yeah, yeah, I would, I would say yes, the affinity would be like by the same level and stuff, whatever. But because of the media thing, it might even ruin, it might even ruin the porn for them. They mm. might look at stuff for them. They might have that flashback from the chick in the morning. That's you, baby. <laughs> And it's just you might just say, you know what? I don't yeah. need the lotion no more. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna switch to regular it. white porn. I'm sorry, big booty Judy. Yeah, so so that's why I feel like it's gonna be different. Black black people don't give a shit. I tell everybody, black goes are every damn thing. Mm. You got a white shirt, black pants go great with it. <laughs> you have a yellow shirt, black pants go great with it. So it don't matter where. The black go every damn thing. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Yeah, man. On to the next, man. We got this. 
we're gonna talk about this. All right, so last week we talked about petty shit you do after a relationship. Yes, I remember that. Right? But we need to have a discussion for this shit. So this girl, her name is Serena Wolf. She's upset with her boyfriend for not buying her flight back from Buffalo. Back but back to Buffalo from Clear Flo- Clearwater, Florida. Right? Now, th- it, is her boyfriend in Clearwater, Florida? Did she go, did she fly in or? They flew in together. Right. But I guess she was on her fuck shit, so he, he left early. Okay, okay. Whatever, right? Right. He left early without her. Yeah. Right? And he's like, pretty much fend for yourself. Yeah, he's like, yo, fuck it. You know, the relationship is done. Yeah. So he, You ain't get no Uber money. Yeah, no. You ain't get no flight money, nothing that shit, right. whatever, right? So she stayed. She went to a, a cafe. She went to a restaurant called Clear Sky Beach Cafe. Okay. And used his credit card, because she still had his credit card and stuff, whatever, Right? So he he flew to Coop and stuff and assumed that he had all his belongings, which he did not have. Mm. She had a bill for 55 bucks, like $54 and change, $55. She tipped the waitress five racks. Not two grand, not three what? grand, $5,000 on his credit card. Right? Yeah. So, of course, if you're the waitress, you're like, oh, shit. Hell yeah, God's plan. You probably sending your drinks up. He's like, you know, you like, do you know Drake or yeah, something? Like, how you you paid like that? Drake went to Miami, Florida. This is Drake's credit card. He went to Miami, Florida. So she's in Clearwater, Florida. She's probably like, yo, God's plan. She's with it. She's down. Boom. Do everything. The restaurant paid out the waitress. Right. Of course, because right? they got the money. They when can't the, sit down there. They're not about to sit down on it. They the probably boy, know something was fishy too. They just went, let me get this girl this money quick. Yeah, they're like, you know what? We clear this shit out. <laughs> When they found out, no, when he found out and stuff of the charge on his credit card and stuff, whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. That's my ex-girlfriend. She took it from me and I need these charges and stuff to be taken back. Granted, girlie did get jail time. She's in okay. jail time. The ex-girlfriend, Ser- yeah. Serena? Yeah. She's in jail and stuff, whatever, and she's waiting for a court date because that's fraud. Right, yes, of course, because obviously she had to sign off exactly. on everything. Right. Exactly. So that's fraud and stuff right there, whatever, right? My question to you and stuff is, should they take back the money from the waitress? That's not her fault that they broke up and they didn't go well. Yeah, but I, I, they're going to they're gonna end up taking that money back from the waitress. Do you think they should? If, if I think they should? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I don't think... Um, you a piece of shit. I, well, listen, you a piece of shit. Listen, listen, to why I, listen to why I say this, right? Because... Hold on, I'm gonna fuck you up too. Okay. Her dog died earlier that week. The waitress dog? The waitress dog. Okay. So that's why she thought this was a God's plan since she had to put down Rover and stuff a yeah, few days yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, continue. Because okay. you're still a piece of shit. Go all right, ahead. all right. So the waitress took the cu- the credit card, right? Because the wait the waitress has got to do the whole shit with the credit card and see, stuff see? like that, right? See, right? see, yeah. The waitress seen the name on the credit card, didn't she? Hi. Yep, yep. At one point, did the waitress say to this lady? Um, are you sure? Are you sure? Or um, is this your credit card? Or uh, um, do you have signing rights for this credit card? Because if somebody's giving me five racks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the credit card. And it say Keith. Default name, <laughs> Keith. 
And I'm looking at Becky over here, and I know no way in hell this Becky is Keith. Right. Um, I don't know. At what point do you say, okay, does Becky always walk into the restaurant with Keith's credit card and just give away five grand like that? True. So she'd have to know something was up at that point. At some point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you would just, you, you're just that accepting of five grand like that as a tip. And not think anything of it. Especially when it's, a, you know, a male's name on the credit card and it's a female paying for it. True. But, I, like, if, I don't know. If I'm in Florida and depending on the place and stuff, whatever, you know you got a lot of sugar babies with sugar daddies and everything like that, whatever. And a lot of times, these, you know, these guys do just give up the credit card and stuff to the girl because he... He realized that he did give her the credit card, but he realized, like, no, he yeah, didn't authorize yeah. that, whatever. And I, so, I, I get that part, Marv. Mm-hmm. But even with that being said, I wouldn't have questioned it if it was a $20 tip. I wouldn't have questioned it if it was a $50 tip. I wouldn't even racks. have questioned it if it was a $100 tip. But it's five racks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> five racks. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sugar baby, your sugar daddy that generous that he gonna let you tip somebody five rocks? I, I, this is some play. There's some millionaires. I don't even know their names. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I like, agree with you. So it could be just a situation would be like you know who the fuck is, you know what God's plan because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know like over over a certain amount of money you can't tap no more or whatever right you you got to insert and, you gotta, and, you gotta, and punch and pin yeah exactly so if she if she insert and punch and pin would I be like okay yeah yeah okay I hear you I hear you but then this is you know this is America don't get you slipping now don't you get slipping now so I mean hey. You think she spent that five racks before they caught her? Man, I don't know, man. She moved it out of her account. She, she, she moved she better, it somewhere. Yo, she better spice up her, her life with that. She put it in her, 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 her Swedish bank account? And she moved her, smart her, enough. Or sorry, her Switzerland bank account? She, she, that, she, that shit overseas now? She, nah, I don't think she moved that fast. She didn't move that fast. I don't think she moved. She, she was too slow for that shit. She yeah. probably just freaked out. She probably had a... She probably had a... I call it the Martin moment. Remember Martin? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. When he's just fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She probably call somebody like, you know, and then I had to put Rover down. It's like somebody just blessed me with five grand. They're like, go ahead, girl. You're going to spend that money. Feel good. She go took sp- one of her girlfriends out to eat. Shit, should have been me. Should have been me. Should have been me. I mean, but yo, land of expectations, man. Let me ask you this. In the land of expectations. Yes. Is it time to settle for what you can get? So let's say... Like, if you knew for a fact your goal is to be... We spoke about expectations and stuff, whatever, and reality. Yeah. Right? Before. But, like, if you knew for a fact that this is all you're going to be is probably a waitress or waiter. Right? Right. And certain other cards and chips and stuff didn't fall into place for you. Yeah. You're just going to make... Are you going to settle for what you can get? Because at least you're not unemployed. At least you're still making some coin. You probably still have a shelter, you know? Yeah. There's certain things stuff you, you, you can be grateful for. But a lot of people, on the other side of that spectrum, will say, you're settling. You remember that? I don't know if you remember, like, the Everest commercial. You sit on your couch. You're going to go to school. Go, go do it today. Yeah, yeah. You're like, 
I hear you, my G, but this might not be school. Might not be for everybody, you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to certain people and stuff, whatever they they just settling for what they can get. Relationships, job, houses. But you know, like in North America, like Canada included, because Canada has a lot on US has a lot on. Every yeah. day, people are built to be millionaires. Right. Like especially with just with the lotto, you buy a set up. Exact same matching numbers and stuff, whatever. As the strike rich, that's boom, it. You're, that's you're, it. You're, you're clear. If you have a beautiful voice, you might be discovered to be the next, you know, American Idol. Yeah. Or Canadian Idol. If you look that type of picture perfect type of way, you might go from a model to an actor or actress. The land of expect, great expectations and stuff, whatever, right? But yeah. some people, they just might be just a good looking person. They might not be a model. Is it okay for them to, you know, settle for what they can get? I think it's, I, I th- I'm going to say it's dependent on the person themselves. Because mm-hmm. if you're, if you're content with where you're at or the position you're at in life, all your needs are taken care of, um, you know, you can do, you know, a, a, a little bit more than... Then just sit around if you want to. You're not struggling with anything. Mm-hmm. You're okay. If you're okay with that, then you're okay with that. Um, but with that being said, if you're not okay with that and you still got a little bit of life in you, you still can make that hustle. You can still make that attempt. True. I think there's no reason why you shouldn't push yourself or you shouldn't try to strive to be a little bit more than you possibly can be. Um, not to say that your situation is bad, but that situation as instead of, you know, leaving it as a house built, why not look at it as a foundation? Okay, so... I remember we were talking about, damn, I forgot the name of the movie already. I'm fucked up. The Tyler Perry flick with um, Taraji that you told me to watch. Oh. Where she was taking care of the husband while the husband was trying to get his invention off the ground and everything like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Me, I probably came to a point where like, yo, my woman's struggling and it's time for me to settle and stuff with her until she's not struggling no more for me to pick up where I start. And, he had that drive and stuff to say, you know what? He believes in himself and he's going to just go. He wasn't content with what he was... What he was what what he was slated to be. Right. Right. So he just said, fuck, he's going to carpet DM and push through all the bullshit. Lost his wife, lost all that type of stuff, whatever, but gained so much. Yes. When he did persevere. Same thing like the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith. Right. With, um, with that guy's story and stuff. Chris, Chris Carter, I think? Yes, I believe so. And... That same thing, like bus shelters and all that type of stuff, whatever, and everything, and they just persevere and stuff, whatever. Like, some people don't settle, but I guess because we're in a land of great, great expectations, they're like, you know what? I'm gonna just keep going until I die. But it's not, that's not a realistic goal or a realistic way to look at life. To keep going until you die? No, to, to keep going until, like, you lose damn near everything because not everybody might be have the opportunity to luck up, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. If if you if you if your situation that you have mm-hmm. 
is already uh is already a house, right? Right. Then you're okay. Then live in that house. You understand? Is as long as you're living, live live in that house. But if it's a house, and you think it could be so much more, then stop looking at it as a house. Look at it as a foundation. foundation. You know what I mean? You you're not going any lower than this foundation. Right. But you still have room For to room. build on that foundation. So if you still got, you know, if you still got room to build on that foundation, then by all means build upon it. You never know where you're, you know, you never know where you're gonna end up. But as as no soon as you stop, yeah, you know that's where you stop. You're not gonna end up any further than that where you stopped at. No, well, cause it, like, you know, you know, like to wrap it up and stuff, whatever, you know, you have those people like, oh, well, I was once a dancer or I once was like, you know, I had an NBA, I had hoop dreams. Yeah. I had this type of third and stuff, whatever. But then you look at them like, yo, what happened? And then they settled and, you know, this is just life. But I, I know they might, back in their mind, they have the regret, but not everybody is set to make it. Like in this, I want to say, what the great expectations that's kind of laid out for you. Yeah. Not everybody's set to make it. Like, even, like, with, with school. Right. With school and stuff, whatever, like, universities and colleges and stuff, whatever, you're going to tell you, like, yeah, come to school, educate yourself. But only a fraction of them might even join the workforce at that time, after graduation. Yeah. And then maybe, a, like, a few months down the line, they might, and some people might not. Some pe- I know tons of people and stuff that have a degree in something and stuff, but that's not what they went to school for. Right, right. Because they just, like, you know what? It's time to settle. Settle for what you can get because at least they're employed. Yeah. I also think that it also boils down to um, passion and what you're passionate about. Because, again, that's always what's going to... It's always what's going to drive you, right? Yeah. Um, You can stop at some point, but if your passions are not fulfilled, then you're always going to be at a woulda, coulda, shoulda, what if moment in your life right mm. i mean i look at it like okay for instance right mm-hmm. ever since i was the age of 14 i've always wanted to do something that involved music right right and so you know can you beatbox yeah yeah hell yeah i can beatbox I don't hear you beatbox yet, but I, I did now. But ever since then, my whole passion has always been in regards to music. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have been the next greatest rapper. I thought I'd be the next greatest producer. Mm-hmm. This, that, and a third. Now, not to say that, you know, there was no possibility for me to reach those heights. Mm-hmm. But shit, we all live life and shit happens in life that, you know, may deter your path or, you know, may throw, you know, you know may throw some stones in your plans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you got to kind of switch modes, right? Right. So then while smith- switching modes, you, you start to realize... It may not be a real a realistic goal, but at the end of the day, you still have life that you gotta live. So now you start making other moves to pursue other stuff, doing other stuff. True. Right? But 
if it's a passion within you, you always kind of hold on to something like that, right? So I was always I was always told, listen, if it's something that you love, keep it as a hobby. Hmm. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't bank on it 100%, even though, you know, that I, sometimes I, I throw that bullshit aside because, you know, the whole don't throw your, your eggs in one basket. Sometimes you got to put all your eggs in that basket in order for that, that basket to be whatever it's got to be. You understand? That's um, true. I never thought of it like that. But, you know, with that being said, a lot of times, you know, you you, you gotta you gotta eat, you gotta live, so you gotta do other things. So that's what I'm saying when I when 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 I say if you have a foundation, you know your 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 needs are taken care of, your family's needs are taken care of, and stuff like that. Sky's the limit. You understand? Right. So with that being said, I've taken care of all those little necessary things that needs to be taken care of. Facts. Music and. Anything to pertain to music has always been, been your passion, been a passion, and I've kept it as a hobby. And in doing so, we got a podcast, motherfucker. Yeah. If much. I had given up on that dream or given up that you know that whole side of things mm. decades ago, we wouldn't be sitting. In front well, then of that's what you right said. You, but you said it's making it into your passion. So if you if you turn it into your passion, I mean, sorry, you take your passion, turn it into a hobby. Yeah. Then you're still on the lines. Yeah, we're still, still on, on the lines. lines. And then we don't and then we we approach this as shit, we love doing this. Yeah. But we don't know where it's gonna end up. Exactly. You know what I mean? We could be like the new late night host doing this shit. Oh shit. Sky's the limits as far as, limit. as far as I look at it. Well, we're still in the land of great expectations. We're still so in the land of yeah, great expectations, I... man. And we running a podcast in it. So my next thing to ask you is that can you change a person? Because, you know, if you have a person and stuff, whatever, who has that mind frame and stuff, whatever, to either to settle or not to settle, that might be a bootleg Shakespeare question for them. Somebody listening to this and stuff, whatever, they probably said, you know what, they were okay to settle before and they said, nah, fuck it, they might change their mind, whatever. But can you actually change a person? You can't change a person who does not want to change. That 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 person has all already have to have it in them to either want better, want more, and then you become that catalyst. Also, you become a catalyst for them to make the change. For for them, so they to, and for they them already make, intended to make the change. They've already may have intended. They may have thought about it. They they probably just needed that push. So okay, so okay. you come by and you give them that push. But if they if if they don't want they don't don't want to change or don't want to move from where that no matter how hard you push, they're not going to budge. So okay, let's say you you sleep with a woman and stuff whatever. You single now. You sleep with a woman, you meet her and she got that fire pussy. She got that wet wet drip drip moan porn star all drip, the above. All that mac and cheese. Sound like stirring mac and cheese yeah, and stuff yeah, in the pot yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Okay, I got you. She hits you with that she hits you with that thigh and you're looking like, wow, you don't want this to leave you and stuff. And then she's like, mm, this was a one deal thing because, you know, you know, you just have regular ambitions and stuff, whatever, to not go to school and just make some things. You just want, you're okay with working at where you are and stuff, whatever. And she doesn't really see herself with a person to stay with a person and stuff like that. And then the next day, the guy, he goes to apply for school. <laughs> He's like, yo, I put my college application in. 
and everything and stuff like whatever. Yeah. Did he not change for her? Or she was just a catalyst? She was just a catalyst. Here, and, I don't know, bro. Here, I don't here, know. Here, here's why I say she's, she was just a catalyst. Right? Okay. Because in order for him to now try to, in order for him to try and make that change, mm. he's got to believe that he can do it. He's got to believe that it's in him to be able to do it. Because if he doesn't think that, he's already defeated himself in saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose this girl. Because, yeah, I may, I, I may go to college, or I may go to do this, go do that in the third, but I can't do it. So what, well, I'm just wasting my time. She's already looking at it as a waste of his time mm-hmm. and a waste of her time. So you might as well just let her go. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So the person doesn't But she's see that catalyst. She's given him a reason now to say, yeah, I thought about it and I can do it and I'm going to do it because not only am I, not only is it going to be benefiting me personally, it's gonna allow me to you know, keep her. So that age old question and stuff just got shot to shit here. Then basically, because basically it's like, can a person, can you change a person and stuff? We're like, no. Are you the catalyst to a person's change? That should be the new question. That should be the that that should be the question. A person's a person is only gonna change if he or she wants to change. Oh, we have more genders on this bitch now. He, he she, she undecided. He, she, or he, he, she. Or undecided. Oh, yeah, I think you go go with he, she, because whether you're undecided or not, you're still going to be a he, he or she. she. So he, she. <laughs> he, she, or he, she. <laughs> they got to make, they got to want to make that change. You know what I mean? It's, it's got to, it's got to come from within. And then the, that other person is just going to be a catalyst. Now, now, how that person is that catalyst, whether mm-hmm. it's the bonfire pussy, whether it's the, you know what I mean, the, I can't live without you because you, you know you're, you're so forward thinking. You you enlighten me. You make me want to be a you, better person. You make me better. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. There's there's that catalyst. Are there certain still certain things you can't say in a relationship to a person you're with? You've been in a relationship game for a yeah. Year. It's that's Bob been in it for a while so it's so I think you, that's you hard have you gone past that point whatever yeah where like you you just you're no holes back yeah i've i've gone past that part where i'm no i'm no holds back um because you know would you ever tell your woman and stuff whatever about like you know certain type of things let's say she thought it was cute that she had this long ass toenail and stuff that was long as shit and she decorated it and get it done at the nail shop and you'd be like Yo, that shit cut the fucking sheets at nighttime, boo. You know, would you tell her that? Yeah. Yeah? That's good. Some dudes shook, though, because they know if they say some shit like that, whatever. Pussy stops. Shut down shop. Remember, because dick don't stop, whatever. Dick don't stop, whatever, right? It's kind of like a guy would be like, you know what? You fucked up tonight. No dick for you. She would be like, okay. I'll call somebody else. Whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But she would shut down shop. So a lot of times, stuff is kind of like, you know, certain things and stuff that be, can't be said. But then there's some women and stuff, whatever, too, said that, I guess, it depends on the relationship and stuff, whatever, but like... Well, I was about to say, probably it's depending on the, the relationship and then the length of the relationship. I mean, if you're, you're damn near 20 years deep into the game, there shouldn't be anything that you, you, you guys shouldn't be able to discuss or talk about, whether some or not... Some things might you fly f- off the cusp, though, 
right? Some things might fly off the cusp, but I mean, whether you, I think you've been through all types of fights and arguments after twenty years, you've been through, you've already been through, you probably already been through non-speaking periods. Nah, true. You've been through fights already, so I mean, with, you looking at it as shit. I'm a, I can say anything I say yeah, at this point because you're still there. Yeah. You know what the dumbest thing in a relationship to me is breaks. I can never understand taking a break in a relationship. When I hear people like, oh, we're on a break. Break what? No, break up. <laughs> Put the up after whatever. Like, or or would or, you ever take a break in your or, like, or that that one um let it go because if it's true it'll come back to you. <laughs> fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to know how many of you out there have let it go and it came back to you because it was true. Mm, have I? Let, no, I, I. if I let it go, if I break up with a chick, it's done. Yeah? It's done. You I, think so? I, I don't garbage pick. So I throw away, if I throw away and if I say I'm done, yeah, it's going to win the trash pile of stuff, whatever. Me, I don't... That's what I'm saying. I make sure... I'm definite to say I'm done. Like, I want to say when I was single and stuff, whatever, like back way back when and stuff, whatever, I used to let women dump me or right. cut me off. Okay. So then, therefore, like, there's still a possibility puss to come. Right. Whatever, right? So I want to really cut them off and stuff, whatever. But if I'm going to say I'm done, I am done. Finito. Finish. Okay. So you've never ended a relationship and re- regretted it? Ended a relationship and regret it? Nah. Nah? Okay. So far, my, my, I'm, I'm batting good. You're, my you're batting, batting average good. is good. Okay, okay. My batting average and stuff is good. Because I, I feel like, yo, you got you to gotta put in all that extra step. Like, it comes from both sides of the equation, right? Right. But from your side, be the best you can be and do the best you can do. And then, therefore, you will have less than minimum no regrets. Because yeah. if you're in a relationship and stuff that was shit or whatever and then it didn't work out then you tell yourself what if I did this or maybe if I put this then just do that in the beginning. Here's another saying that people like to throw around let me ask you if you believe in it. If you can't love the one that you want love the one that you're with. You just brain rape me for no damn reason without a condom. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Yo. The hell? It means there's maybe there's somebody out there that you that you really want, but you can't get that person that you really want. We're going back to the settling. Okay, yeah. So you so, end okay. up settling with the one that you're with. I'm a, yeah okay then I I would, I would love the one you're with then. Like, you would love you with the love the one well, that you're with. Yeah, because me I look at this stuff as that. At least I know what I'm getting into and stuff with the one that, that's that, here. That, that's you here. Compared to like the other one and stuff that I'm aiming for, whatever, right? I'm saying I'm aiming for. Okay, let's, let's shoot some shit or whatever. Give me a celebrity. I'm not gonna say Beyonce. I think Beyonce's robotic. I know Beehive's gonna come after me. All right. Rihanna. Rihanna, okay. I'm aiming for Rihanna. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I got my woman and stuff right here. We're gonna call her. Sally. All right. Sally. Sally. And Sally cooks, cleans, irons, fucks me, feeds me, take care of me, and all yeah. the above, whatever. You're number one in Sally's world. Yeah, number one in Sally's world. But I see Rihanna somewhere and stuff, whatever, like downtown Toronto or something like that, whatever. Yeah. She gave me that look. 
I look at her. We look at we look we lock eyes. Yeah. And then the shot clock just goes off in my head and stuff. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna shoot my shot before the shot clock expire. Right. I don't know what Rihanna would do. <laughs> cause, cause to Rihanna, you could just be the flavor for the month. Exactly, or the flavor for the for the city. For the, right, right. right. Maybe flavor for the damn city and stuff, whatever. Right. Then after I'm like, oh shit, yeah, Sally, fuck off. I'm going with Rihanna and stuff, packing my shit. Yeah. And then I'm looking like, hey, Riri Boo, you picking me up? You're on your jet going to Vancouver. Oh, so you gonna send a jet back for me? <laughs> and denial's a river in Africa right there, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, Sal, I was just playing April Fools. I hope it's close to April. Be like, April Fools. Come then, on. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming in. <laughs> you know, I love the one you with, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, see what I'm saying? Like the subtle thing and stuff, whatever, like, are we putting too much emphasis on subtle being a bad thing? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I guess I guess it, re- it really depends on the, the, the person the right? person like I mean it. when you when you when you settle mm-hmm. are you happy settling because if you're settling just for settling's sake and you're not really happy how does that work in the long run yo somebody told me this they said you know your woman is not attractive when your boys look at you and you show you introduce your girl to your boys and your yeah. boys say, As long as you're happy. <laughs> as long as you're happy. I was like, oh my goodness. That one hurt me. So I'm assuming that they're saying that he settled for whatever chick, whatever she may look like and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. He settled and stuff, whatever, because of that situation and stuff with him. Now I hope most people don't take settling as a bad thing. But what if, what if you know, that same boy gives you the, the, the as long as you're happy speech, right? Mm-hmm. Years go by, he sees how you, you've interacted with her and how she interacts with you and how she treats you. You know, and one day, you know, you, you and your boy sitting down and you're drinking and stuff like that and your boy turns around to you and says... You know you got a good woman. Yeah, yeah, that's what I told you, man. I told you that, man. That's why I brought her to the meet the squad. You know you <laughs> yeah. got a good woman, cause my woman don't do shit like that for me. Yeah, you know. Yo, you know I always think about. I always thought about like um. You ever seen the movie Something About Mary? Yeah, yeah. The dude who always had the hives. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The man had a woman. She. Cook, clean, iron, bake cookies and everything and stuff. And I think he was watching like cops when he saw Ben Stiller get caught with the whole gay sting and everything like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And his wife's like, What's going on? He's just he's like, nothing, don't worry about it. He pushed her head right back. She was giving him a head while he's watching TV <laughs> and drinking a beer. So I'm looking like, bruh, bruh, why do you want Mary for? Why like, you yo, why you want Mary, man? I was like, yo, I'm like, it's not a bad thing to settle to something that great. But hey, that's just me. I read this quote yesterday. Mm-hmm. Don't lose something you love over something you like. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. Where'd you find that? It just popped up in my feed. It just popped up in my feed. I, sh- I show wife feed and she's wife like, screenshot that. Send it to me. Yo, because got- <laughs> I'm like, yo. Well, I was like, yo, that's deep. Don't lose something you love over something you like. Yes. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. I am not mad at that, man. I am not mad at that. All right, man. Let's get to the real shit for the week, man. Real shit? We on some... The world we live in now is a different type of day. Yeah. Right? It's a different beast altogether. A different beast in general. I'm going to ask you, would you rather online or in person? And that's for things and events across things, the board. Things and events across the board. Because think about it. Right now, I can say I'm about to go to this little, little live band thing. Right. You said, you know what? You don't feel you don't feel like you're hot enough to leave the house today and stuff, whatever. So you're gonna chill. Yeah. Facetime you when I'm there. <laughs> right, right, right. You basically still there. Yeah. So that's the online and stuff. Rather you coming with me being in person. Right. Yeah. I know Title and Jay Z and them. They have the thing where they have those exclusive little tickets and shows and stuff that they'll do random shows real quick and sell them off. Right. Yeah. And you can still stream it, live stream it and stuff, whatever, with your Title subscription. To watch that show or that particular concert. Okay. Right? Which are you? Are you the online person or are you the in-person? I'm going to rock with the in-person. Why? Um, I think the the experience, um, being there with the... Because the, 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 the same... The, the one thing that online can't reproduce for you is the atmosphere. To an extent, no, no, I can't reproduce the atmosphere. You can't, you can't smell what's going on there. True. You can't feel the tension in the air that's there. True. You know what I mean? Well, because I mean, you, you, like, if you're, if it's a concert, you're surrounded by like-minded people and so who probably have the love and the same affinity of like whatever artist performing. Exactly. And in that vibe, you can't turn around and look at the person next to you and sing, sing your favorite lyrics. And feel that camaraderie going on. You 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 don't get that right. while you're at home. Like that, you have to be live and in person for that. Okay, so right. now mind you, some stuff to me is better at home fueling than live. Than live, because such know, as give me an example. Um, let's say. Strip club in Thailand where the golf balls are popping out the cooch, pink ball balls. A, 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 a particular, let's say, a sporting, <laughs> let's say, a sporting event. So you're just gonna disregard the ping pong balls coming straight at the damn webcam? The yeah, I'm gonna disregard. <laughs> that. Okay, okay, just me then. I'm, I'm gonna say a sporting event because now you have like um, the indie multiple angles of it being shot, right. The, the the commentators giving you information that you wouldn't get firsthand if you're there. Right. Right. Um, there's a lot of things, right, that that you that you you're privy to being at home and being online with. Granted, while I'm saying that, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I appreciate the sport mm-hmm. and you know, come down to the playoffs. Um, I'm right there. I'm watching. The, you know, I'll be a hometown hometown person. I'll watch the Leafs and so so forth. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity one time working for this company. Um, the accountants they came in from, I believe it was Germany. Okay. And my boss couldn't. You know, my boss couldn't take dude out on the city and stuff like that. Now our our accountants here. 
they have um, season holding tickets to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right. So you. So I got to I got to go with the accountant from Germany. Right. And I literally had more fun, and I think I paid more attention. To hockey. To hockey. Being, being in there, person. Being there. Being in the atmosphere, soaking up the arena and, and everything and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was it was a total different experience for me watching it on TV. And I found myself a lot more in tune to what's going on. Mm-hmm. I you know, I can hear the players on the ice, I can hear the <laughs> skates. I'm like, yo, this is really you know, you I can see why people would love the sport. Whereas right. I didn't get that connection. Because, just, yeah, because you're at the house and stuff, whatever. You're probably filming through the channels. Yeah. And probably nobody around you were like dire hockey fans. Yeah, exactly. Love. I get you. So, okay. We have situations now where, like I said, technology is popping. You can f- live stream churches now. You can live stream anything. Anything. Man. Right. Yeah. Now, most people, to my knowledge... They, let's say like if I'm in church, if I'm in church now, they're probably hit and moved by the words of the preacher or the pastor. Yes. If anything and stuff like when especially not when, not when the music's going, but like when it's dead ass silent right. and he's preaching and then somebody might break, break out in the Holy Ghost. You yeah. can still probably catch that from at the house. You could probably. You could so, probably. So you could be at the house and stuff whatever in your living room just watching it and stuff live streaming through your smart TV because, you know, damn everybody has a smart TV or something like that now. Yeah. Or even through their laptop, and then you're watching this, and then the words hit you, and you're like, boom, you're in that mode. Shalomalah, Shalomalah Honda, you know? But you know what? I think that's a, a, a little bit different because you've always had uh, t- uh, televised evangelism. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the, you know, the, the Oral Roberts of the day. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, always, it's always been an atmosphere where you never you never really had to go to your, you know, leave your house to be a part of church. There's always been somebody on Sunday. True. Televising it, you know, giving you the word, asking you for donations. But now you get to pick your places, though, now. Oh, yeah. Now, now That's you, what I'm saying. Like, now back you can then, pick yeah, your back place. then, you, they, if they gave you, like, oh, this is what it's going to be. On today's channel, on this place, yeah. take it or leave it. Yeah. Now you can get stush and, and show off and like, you know what? Today I'm going to fuck with T.D. Jakes. Right, right, yeah. Today I'm going to rock with Pastor Oral. Yeah. You know? Today you're going to rock with whosoever, like um, Carl Lentz, Pastor Carl Lentz, yeah. right? So I mean like, now it's open and stuff to that point where you don't really need to set foot in the church no more. Like you don't really need to set foot in a concert anymore, really. No, nah, you, you, listen man. The world of today, you ain't got to leave your house to do nada. You got skip the dishes delivering to your house. You got damn near whatever you want to watch on TV. Oh, pretending to skip the dishes real quick. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Do they deliver like chips and snacks and stuff like that or no? Listen, man. <laughs> this shit blew my mind the other day, right? Mm-hmm. So... We we know, we now know that you ain't gotta go to movie theaters now to watch For watch nothing. movies, right? Right. Did you know you can get movie theater snacks? You can get movie theater yeah. snacks. Yeah, delivered. That shit blew my mind. Yeah, I learned that. I think like last year I was looking watching um was it Deadpool two? Yeah, 
I'm at so we're buying our stuff for there before we get ready to go off to the flick. Yeah. And I see um I think was it Skip? I think I think it was Skip. Cause the guy came in with the Skip the Dishes bag. Right. And he just loaded up like the 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 uh was it the, the raisinets and like the sugar babies and stuff, whatever. I'm like, the fuck is going on here? And they're like and I looked at somebody, they're like, Yeah, yeah, you can get that from Uber. I'm like, really? So you can be in your house watching a Netflix banger and stuff Dude, whatever, and just enjoy it and stuff whatever. You can just be watching it like you're at the I actual movie theater. You ain't got to worry about the ushers. You ain't got to worry about... You can pause shit, go use the washroom, come back and unpause shit. You good to go, man. You good to go. You know, so, you, know how they con- you know how they're trying to counter that now. The other day, we went to go see um, the, the, the last Avengers flick. Yeah, Endgame. Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Walking out the theater, my wife looked to the to the right and she said, "Is that a bar over there?" And I was like, "Yeah, you can now go to the movie theaters and hold a drink and get a drink." Yeah, the VIP. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying, man. There's a, a lot of things you're you're doing at home now, and you know it's getting more detrimental to these places. To come up with ways to bring you out of your house. So you're saying, so t- so I'm paraphrasing now, correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying that technology brought us to a point where we can be lazy, but we realize the laziness and the issues and stuff. Oh, we damn, to, near plugged to, in, we damn near plugged into the matrix, bro. I was about to say, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, I feel like right now the online thing is where everybody's going to be and stuff. Whatever. We damn near plugged into the, we're in the, we plugged into the matrix, man. We are in. Okay, okay. All right, man. <clears throat> Question of the week. What childhood habit do you still have as an adult? Video games. Give me some dap. If, if y'all, y'all didn't see that, yeah, but yeah, we, we just... We, we just had a one the twins. twins. We activated. We, 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 yeah. we, we punched the fists. You're goddamn right. We punched the fistesses. Yeah, I want to say video games and I still make Kool-Aid. Still make Kool-Aid? I still make Kool-Aid. I don't know. I feel like it's part of me and stuff, whatever, where I was a sugar water baby for the longest. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, they tell you, like, you know, you can be doing that, diabetic, diabetes, and et cetera. But I don't know. To me, it's a nostalgic feeling and stuff, whatever. When I tear open that sugar packet, yeah. I mean, the Kool-Aid packet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I pour that sugar in the jug and then I just add you the just, water just, and just stir it. Start the stirring. It, it bring, bring me you back. back. It bring you back. Like, it's nostalgic to me and stuff, whatever. Then when I drink it, like, I remember when I used to drink Kool-Aid and stuff when I was little. My hands were too tiny to hold a big-ass cup. Right, 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 right. I got bigger hands now, but I'm trying to hold a cup with two hands stuff too. Like I'm like, ah. I'm like, God damn, this shit's sweet. Shouldn't be drinking so much. Maybe I should dilute it, but run with it. Yeah, man. I mean, there's not a lot of things that, you know, I could still say that I, or I can contest to holding on from my, my childhood days, but video games is definitely one of them and it's you know it's 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 kind of, it's growing with the times so you you really don't have to be ashamed with it you know what i mean true. it's like very true a lot of the games that are out there are are, are geared to adult players you know what i mean so yeah. it's it's just one of those it's just one of those things man i'm a i'm a gamer man i'm a diehard gamer i ain't mad at that you ready for the axe of sons let's ask the sons ask us ask us Jenny underscore Marco says, do you fold or scrunch your toilet paper? I'm a scruncher. Really? I'm a folder. You're a folder? 
Yeah. Why you scrunching? You feel like I feel like you might miss some shit in the scrunching though, no? I think you might miss some shit folding. No, nah, man. Yo, if I have some toilet paper in it. Look, you gotta just loop it around the hand, right? You you loop it around so, the hand. Like, look, all right, you tear, like, all right, you tear like a little piece, like a nice little piece. I want to say, if we're giving that some size, say it's about like maybe fourteen inches, right? Say like tear fourteen inches in length. Okay. Then you just give a little loop around your hand, like you know, whoosh, until like it, it's all there. Yeah. And then you can get right there in the, in the groove and stuff for there, and just kind of like. I wipe down the stuff to make sure, like, the turd and everything still make sure, like, it wipe off and go straight in the splashdown zone. Right, 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 right. So, I'm a folder. I feel like if I scrunch, I feel like I'm not going to get the crease properly, whatever, and then you're going to have, like, real life mud butt, whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, I can't afford to be throwing out underwear and shit like that. <laughs> you see, now, you see, now, I'm a scruncher because I feel like so, I tear off enough portions... And I, I scrunch it. I, you know what I mean? I scrunch it so it looks like, like one of those little, those little loofah balls. Yeah. And then I pinch the end of the little loofah balls because I ain't trying to get shitty fingers. That's what I'm about to say. I'm like, aren't you scared as you might nah, get some? Nah, man. Some you, you ain't, nah, man. If, if you, you, you got enough scrunched up, you got enough distance but that might, between. That's not like hard to flush right there. Nah, Are you clogging up toilets with that? I ain't clogging no toilets okay. with that. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm scrunching. And then when I scrunch, mm-hmm. there's enough protection around the fingers that I hold it with. You understand? So I, I ain't getting shitty fingers. Yeah, you can't Cause, have cause, that. Because yeah, that, that's the one thing you definitely know that you 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 hiding from is the shitty fingers. And then I, I wipe appropriately, man. Okay. And that should just go right into the toilet bowl. Bloop. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Scruncher for me. Oh, I think we might have to have a, we might have to pull that one. <laughs> we'll have to pull that one, we'll, we'll pull, we'll pull we'll that one pull man. That we'll one. pull that one, man. Mishy underscore zero one. Are you or have you been a boomerang boyfriend? Hmm. Hmm. I, I, oh, I, I don't know if it's a boyfriend. I was probably boyfriend and then she probably said, fuck me. And then came back and she wanted to fuck me. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think it was a relationship then. But I know some. So I know some people like you love some. Let it go. Comes back to you as yours. Yeah. Those people are definition of boomerangs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What about you? No. I'm gonna think you throwing me. I ain't coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. All right, we got one more. Dom King Kong. Says, if you have an OnlyFans.com or selling a private Snapchat, does that make you an entrepreneur? <laughs> Hell yeah. It does? <laughs> Listen, man. You, yeah. you collecting the coins from the loins? <laughs> You're an entrepreneur. <laughs> I, 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 what do you think? No? I, I, no? You can't run with that. Don't make you an entrepreneur. No, because if that's what your, your selling point is, like, here's my thing. You, who am I to shit on anybody's business, right? I don't want no much shit on my business. Right, right, right. But I look at it and stuff is that, like, if I don't know you from nowhere and stuff, whatever, we introduce each other and stuff, and I'm like, hi, I'm Marv, nice to meet you. And you're like, hi, da da da. And we're at, like, some small business minded gathering. Right. Whatever. And you're like, what do you, like, what do you do? I'm like, well, I have a podcast, you know. One half of the particle sons, and the person's like, I'm like, well, what do you do? Oh, I just jerk off my OnlyFans.com thing, whatever. And I'm like, 
I don't think this is the right place for you, my man. <laughs> Who's like, but is this for like-minded entrepreneurs trying to grow their business? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think this might be the right place for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just me. Just me. I hear what they're trying to say. Yeah. And who am I to shit on someone's business? Right, right, right. But is it really in the still same realm? You making coins from the loins. All right. Listen, man, what if you turn around and say, hey, put away your wallet. I got lunch. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I mean, you going you to take that lunch. It'll be a foodie call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That's that's it for the docket, man. Dude, what's up? Hit us with a soul set of sons? I'll hit you with one. It's better to have forgets than to have regrets. Mmm. That's so say the sun. So say the sun. It goes with the ties in with the cool. subtle. It ties in with it. Ties in. The subtle and great expectations, man. Any church announcements? We wrapping up. Close to the battle of beat makers. Close to the battle of the beat makers. Uh, if you've been following the Suns or the not your average Joseph Page, uh, you've seen uh, T minus producer extraordinaire. Fresh off the uh, the 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 Dreamville squad, mm-hmm. they just uh, announced uh, the whole battle of the beatmakers Shane thing coming up. So yeah, keep in tune for that. I'm gonna have uh, more announcements coming up within next week because we're getting close to the crunch time. So uh, I'm gonna start uh, giving giving a little bit more focus in. A little bit more nods to uh, when tickets go on sale and all that good stuff. But uh, for now, it's just uh, watch out for the suns on the streets. Yes, we're coming at you live and direct. Don't be shy. When you see the microphone and stuff, whatever, don't worry. It's all love. It's all good. It's all fun. Same way we have fun here, same way we have fun there. All right? All right. Follow the plugs. Check us out. Subscribe. Like comment submit questions and enjoy the show that's it that's it all right once again thank you for listening to the particle sons remember the difference between stupidity and genius that genius has its limits peace and love peace sayonara the particle sons with not your average joseph and sofa king marvelous